In today's Low Cut episode, we're going to talk about the Barbie movie, so anti-woke conservatives. I guess that's a trigger warning. We're going to peruse through the art newspaper on my bed, and I'm also going to talk about some of the cool cultural stuff that I have going on, I guess. Enjoy. All right, welcome to the Age of Jeremy. If you've never listened to this podcast, my name is Jeremy Quintanilla. I am the CEO of a business called Age of Radio, the co-founder and CFO of a business called 3T Warrior Academy. You can get our free 3T Warrior Academy ebook. There is a, a link in the episode description here. We are going to show you how to be a financial warrior in a modern day society. It is a book about how we essentially at the 3T Warrior Academy run our lives. It is a guide to financial freedom. It's a warrior guide to financial freedom. So make sure that you check that out. It talks about uh, all of the things, the mindset, the budgeting, the financial warriorness that CJV and myself have done to get from, I guess, off of his parents' couch and into a seven figure company. So it's absolutely free. Get the download in my bio and you can definitely check it out. Um, I also encourage you to join our Age of Radio Addicted to Podcasting community. I know I have so much stuff going on, but I'm going to mention it all as much as I possibly can um, so you can be a part of it. We in, uh, just created an absolutely new chat community function. Um, also, too, if you need to email me, uh, instead of emailing me at jeremy.quintanilla, please reach out to support at ageofradio.com if you want to learn about how to join our podcast network or if you are on our podcast network then you have questions we are trying to improve increase that that part of our business and improve it uh, and so we created that email to do just that and also uh, I don't know if I essentially mentioned this if you want to join our addicted to face addicted to podcasting Facebook community go and search for it on Facebook or there should be a link in this bio as well this uh, episode today is a lo-fi episode it is just me chit-chatting and today I'm chit-chatting on my bed while I peruse through the art newspaper one of my favorite newspapers this is the September edition number 359. Um, and maybe we'll get some cool ASMR turn page page turning inside of this as um, well. Uh, let's see what else do we have going on that I want to mention before we get started. Uh, this is a business about all the things. I'm sorry. This is a podcast about all the businesses that I'm a part of, all the things that I'm doing in business, making that transparent. And hopefully one day we have guests back on the show. But we have so much amazing stuff going on. Some stuff we just launched a brand new product inside of our Warrior Academy. I can't mention it. You have to be in our Warrior Academy. You can get into that seven day free trial. Yada yada yada. Just click, go to the episode description and look at all of that stuff. Uh, so I am actually looking at the art newspaper. Um, and I find it funny uh, because um, on the, the, the front of it, it says British Museum in turmoil after thefts by employee are made public. Uh, and the reason why I'm laughing at that is because I, I watched a documentary today, um, one year after the Uvalde uh, school shooting. And I, I, I find it trivial um, what people think of as, uh, uh, I guess, like what, what a disaster. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying there aren't news paper shouldn't have, you know, 
put this story in here or anything like that. I just think it's funny uh, because, you know, to those, that's a extra, you know, people that are in the art world, that is a huge, huge thing. But like um, in, in the scope of the world, it's really not when you have something like school shootings um, that happen. Um, and just in case you're wondering, uh, I uh, am an advocate for, um, I am an advocate for gun uh, policy right um uh we're looking at our gun policy uh but i do think that uh, we do should have a um, right to guns i'm anti uh hunting in fact i'll be honest i only eat meat out of necessity for the fact that i don't cook my own food so i'm not going to make other people you know cook different food and be vegetarians or vegans because i don't have the life that i can and i think that's a sacrifice that i personally am willing to make to eat meat even though i am very uh it's very difficult for me um to think about killing an animal to eat it because of, of uh, being a buddhist um and some of the compassionate things that arise inside of yourself when you focus on things like the nembutsu uh, but that being said, I think that other people, that's not my, I would never take that away from other people, um, especially because we are supposedly uh, uh, have uh, carnivore tendencies in us. Uh, and so to eat meat um, and to hunt meat, I would never take that away. So I think people should have a right to have guns. I'm also very anti uh, having corporations, governments, cities, uh, any type of overthrowing. So I think people should have access to guns. I do think that we should be able to have um uh, me personally, I think that we should have uh, have assault rifles um, for that specific situation. Do I think that they should be manned in a militia way? Probably. Do I think that would be very difficult? It would be ridiculously difficult. And so, um, uh, so with that, I think that we should be able to have them. But I do think that we need much better gun policies in place. I was an advocate for what I they think they were fighting for in Uvalde to raise the the require the age to buy guns to twenty one. Uh, I think that that's very valid. I think that by the time you're in 21, now will you, people will probably come back and say to me, oh, well, you know, we don't want, you know, they can just buy guns anyways and still do the same thing. Yeah, but, you know, the, the, the maturity level, right, from 18 to 21, um, there are things that you might have gone through. Maybe you'll eventually get the help that you need um, in that time frame. Maybe it'll calm down those needs to want to, you know, do something like a school shooting or, or a mass shooting specifically, because I don't think that any child should have to um, be a, afraid to go to school. That's the first thing. The second thing, I think licensing and red flag um, laws are something that we need to push, and I'm an advocate for those things. And if you guys are against those things, well, then I don't really give a shit. Um, that, but I still encourage you to listen to my podcast. Um, and so, uh, so that that's where I personally stand on it. And I don't think that there's a problem with that. I think there should be license. We have to have a license to drive a car. We have to have a license to go fishing. We have to have a license to drive a boat. And so I don't think that um, now the fishing license. Uh, there's no training involved, but. Um, I think that it's something that I think that we should really think about when we are looking at um, uh, when we are looking at gun laws, um, at, at least making those steps in that way, I think would be a kind and respectful thing to the deceased um, that have been a part of a school shooting, because looking at those poor children and even with the Sandy Hook incident, you know, we go I go to Sandy Hook every year um, for something that I'm not going to say uh, on here, but we go to Sandy Hook every year in that area and that community. And um, just, uh, I think that, uh, I think that the, it's an atrocious thing that's happened and I think that we need to do something about it. But this isn't necessarily a political um, 
uh, podcast. This is me perusing through the art newspaper and telling you about things that probably don't really matter, uh, like London's plans to help hard-pressed artists. Um, I'm not going to read through these. I'm just perusing through it. Think if anything catches my eye, and then I'll go back and read it a little bit later. If this is you're new to these lo-fi's, this is essentially what I do. I either play games, talk about movies, watch movies, or whatever. So I guess in this case, look at the roseberries. This is one of the things that I do want to do, and I encourage you all to get involved with art. Um, and this is gonna, I'm gonna lead into Barbie about this because it was, uh, I think it's interesting to, I just want to talk about it because Ben Shapiro, the, uh, I'm not a Ben Shapiro fan in any way whatsoever. I, good for him. I'm sure he does lots of good stuff um, in the world um, with his own time and money and energy and his, you know, the things that he believes in. So I would never, you know, bash anybody. Um, I'm just, I am not a uh, Ben Shapiro fan um, just because of some of the stupid shit that he fucking says. Um, and so, so with that, I think it's funny that he did a rant uh, about uh, Barbie. But before I go into that, I think it's really important, you know, the art newspaper, I think I pay 30 bucks a quarter for it. Um, it's, uh, I listen to their podcast. You should go check out the art news, the art, uh, newspapers podcast. They have two of them. One's like uh, a week this week in art is what it's called. And it talks about like, um, all the news, the, what's going on in the art world. Cause the art world is a specific industry and it's a beautiful industry where people can create. And that's what I think I want to talk about with the Barbie movie. Um, because I think that, uh, oh, I'll talk about it in a second, but I think that you should, uh, get interested in art get interested in looking at that. There is a great uh, Ethan Hawke interview where he talks about that art's important because it helps us, I'm paraphrasing drastically, but it helps us when we want to try to understand how we feel about something, being able to engage with art and understand how people from that perspective have dealt with that. And it helps us understand our feelings better. And I think it was beautiful, whether that's acting, whether it's music, whether it's art, whatever it is, I think that that is just a fantastic, beautiful beautiful thing that uh, we should be involved with. So I, I encourage you to check out the art newspaper um, or or even to be involved with art um, if that's something that interests you. Um, I'm also a big fan of artifacts. Um, um, and so, oh, I think this is cool. Ab Aboriginal objects returned from Germany. Uh, Dresden's Museum of World Cultures returned a uh, spear, uh, a digging stick, a cudgel, which I don't know what that is, and a net that were brought home to Germany by missionaries almost 200 years ago in the Corna uh, Aboriginal community of Australia as a ceremony in Sydney last month. The Karna community submitted its re a request for the object to be returned in 2019 after extensive provenance research, including important contributions by Karna scholars, the Dresden State Art Collection said in a statement. Um, I think that's interesting. And the other reason, and so like this, I'm learning a new word right here, cudgel. I don't know what that is. I'll probably go look it up later. Um, in fact, let's look it up right now. Let's look, what is a cudgel? And maybe I'm even freaking saying it wrong. And that's one of the great things about lo-fi. I can just be on my bed and I can type this bitch into my phone. Okay, cudgel, a short, thick stick uses a weapon. Kedgel, kedgel, it's pronounced a cudgel, kedgel, kedgel. Um, and I think that that's why it's important to read uh, these types of things like this, um, is you learn new things and then you can get uh, a broader sense of an understanding uh, within the world. Um, like I'm reading a book by Thomas Mann, The Boot and Brooks, and there's a uh, Anthony, Anthony, or Tony, um, she, um, 
she is a woman who is forced to wed um, uh, another business merchant in Germany. Um, and this is a fictional story um, by Thomas Mann and one of his best books that he wrote at a very, very young age, which is very impressive. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. And so when we look at, when we read those things and we go in depth at those, we can get a broader sense and a broader understanding of how people felt in specific situations. And that can help us build compassion for them, even if we've never met them. So I will never probably meet someone like Tony, but um, I now I have a stronger compassion and understanding for women um, in regards to their uh, objectiveness to be married off. And, um, and I'm going to talk about a lot of that here when I talk about Barbie, because I think that Greta Newberg, is that her name? Greta Newberg? I think she did just a fantastic job with the point of the movie, at least how I understood the movie. Um, and I think that a lot of people are missing it. And I think that that's unfortunate um, that people are going to miss, A, a really fucking funny movie, two, um, uh, uh, a movie about uh, how people's how people associate and tie themselves to ideas rather than going and creating ideas, which I think is one of the most beautiful things. And I love uh, Greta, Greta Gerwig. Who's Greta Newberg? Greta, Greta Newberg. That's, I guess, Nuremberg. Greta Nuremberg. Oh, nope. That pulled up Greta Thunberg. Greta Nuremberg's nobody. Uh, Greta Gerwig, she's the director of um, Barbie. Um, she's 40 years old. Well, good for her. What else? She's made some other movies, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see here. Let's see what her her specific thing was. Oh, she did the remake of Little Women. I didn't see that. I should have. I liked the original Little Women. I hear it's a good book. I haven't read it. Okay, anyways, um, and so I think that having that compassion in the world is good. The other reason why I think that, uh, oh, I, I didn't mention this earlier. I, uh, the, with the arts piece of it, I love art. I love um, artifacts. And even though I think lots of artifacts should be in a museum, I'm going to be very, uh, what's the word? Uh, hypocritical, because I also think that they would look really nice in my house. And so whatever you want to say about me, whatever, don't care. That's just the truth. Oh, this is a beautiful woman. And the other thing, too, going to some of these places like auctions in Zurich, there's this one auction here for a Ivan Kostanovich Avyashki's view of Venice. Looks freaking fantastic. <coughs> Excuse me. And none of this is going to be added, so you're just going to have to hear me cough. All right, so let's talk about Barbie. So after we watched the documentary about Givaldi, which was super fucking sad. Um, and I incur, I just cannot, I cannot see anybody who does not have a heart see these children and then still stand up for some type of non-gun um, policy change is just fucking beyond me. And people have those, I don't know, I'm not going to say it. But anyways, and so I, uh, after watching that, I wanted to watch a palate cleanser, as we call it in our house, so like a funny movie. So we put on Barbie. And one, it's really funny because it makes fun of Barbie. And it makes fun of kid amazingly. Just the concept of it, the consumerism of it, um, the, the, the perfectness of both of them. Uh, and so there's going to be spoilers. So just I'll put a spoiler warning on the beginning of this. But um, And so essentially, Ken go, they go into the real world and Ken finds out that in here there, uh, there's a patriarchy that's supposed to exist. 
And what Greta did was she made fun of the fact that, and this is why, this is what, what, which, which frustrates me because I haven't listened to all of Ben Shapiro's 43 minute rant because A, he's a fucking grown man and he's ranting about a movie about fucking dolls. Um, and secondly, I, I very, I'm very for a lot of the woke things that are happening. Um, I think that, uh, we need to have better conversations about them. I think we need to have better communication about it. Um, and I think that there is a time for what I like to call evolution versus revolution. Evolution is taking things in a, um, political or, uh, bureaucratic, um, uh, manner, um, uh, and political manner in voting and educating people and moving people in the polls and, and, and things of that nature. And then there's sometimes where you do need some type of revolutionary behavior to overthrow a specific system that's in place. Uh, and so I don't think that we're anywhere near where we need to have what we would call a revolution, what fucking people say that we're going to have a, a civil war. Um, I don't think that um, they're... I, I, the reason why I, I make... not I don't want to make fun of the, the civil war thing. The reason why I don't think that it's even physically possible is because... I don't think that there is something that would divide us right now enough to want to harm and kill um, our our brethren or our brothers um, inside of the United States. I think if someone imposed that, I think that there would be a a pushing to calm it. One, two, um, I think that the states, military forces, um, and the Fed military forces, uh, and by military forces, I mean like police or army and or, you know, guards, um, would be able to suppress a lot of that inside of the United States. Uh, and so I think that logically speaking, I don't think that that specifically would happen. I think what we will have happen more often than not, um, depending on what happens or things like we had with the riots, um, and then the, some of the unnecessary murdy, murders that took place during some of those riots. I think that that specifically is more likely. And so with that being said, I don't, um, I don't, uh, uh, I don't, uh, think that that, that would happen. Now, that being said, I do think that we're going to have a lot more push for evolutionary, more, more, um, like I said, riots, more protesting, more, you know, hopefully younger people getting involved with pox. And I think that, I think that there's some benefit if protesting for certain things. I think that there's some benefit for rioting for certain things. And I 100% believe that there would be some purpose for some type of revolution. The reason why the, 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 the over trying to overthrow the government in regards to Trump was because uh, I feel that that was ridiculous because they were trying to overthrow that for a man, trying to overthrow the system for a specific idea. And then people might come back to me and say, well, it's we're tired of the elites running the world. We're tired of um, our voices not being heard. That's not specifically what I'm... There, there's not a dictator in place that you would have to overthrow because your freedoms aren't being suppressed. Right. We have lots of freedoms here in the United States, but I also agree with a lot of the people that uh, the right would call woke. I also believe that there are a lot of things that need to actually get better. And there's nothing wrong with trying to make those things better. The people that have that mindset that, well, if you don't like it, you can just move or we have the greatest freedoms in the world is like, well, you have to take everything in context to what's happening. So you might, we might have the most freedoms in the world. We do have a lot of oppression and suppression for different marginalized groups of people or different people based off of their race, sex, and color, which you may not see because it may not happen inside of your specific 
specific your specific area but it does definitely happen in lots of specific areas where there are people that have you know marginalized groups that get oppressed and suppressed in their society and cannot move forward in which case we do need to do lots of things about that um and 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 when people tell me that those types of things don't exist it's just because they've never they haven't done the education to learn and look and they haven't grown up in those specific situations now do i think that anybody can get out of those situations i do do i think that we should help educate and help people get out of those situations i also believe that that should happen too uh, and so the reason why I'm bringing the, these things up is because the woke, um, or the, the I'm sorry, the, the anti-woke people, or the the far-right conservatives, or the far-right Republicans, or the Republicans, they they would look at something like the Barbie saying that it was it was making fun of that it was trying to say that men are going to, men are men are trying to. Uh, uh, suppress women and and men are you know made out to be these bad individuals and these bad characters and unfortunately that's not really what happens inside of the barbie movie and if you saw that then you need to go back and re-educate yourself and i would encourage you to read some 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 textbooks or some books on social um um, some uh, some uh, so- sociology books, there's the word I'm looking for, and get a better understanding of oppressionism and racism inside of our society and patriarchy inside of our society. And so what, what Greta does, and I think what she does good, is when Ken comes into the real world and he sees and he sees the patriarchy and um, that, that women, that, that there is this system where men, men rule the world and then he goes and tries to rule the world, our real world, he goes and tries to do things because he's a man. He cannot actually do things because he is a man. And so what Greta I think is doing there is she's kind of saying, look, people, women and men and the woke or whatever, I don't know if she did this specifically, but this is what I got from it, is that is that we're not saying that men rule the world and women cannot go, women cannot be, be, uh, be whatever they want to be. That's not what's happening. It's the sometimes that men feel that they should be able to do things because they are man uh, or men. And so when Ken can't do that, say because he's a man, man he wants to be a doctor and then she the 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 doctor comes back she's a woman the doctor comes back says we well, have to have you know a, a, a medical degree and and he's like well can you go get me a cup of coffee and he treats her like you know you would treat a specific a, a, you know when there would be a patriarchy and he makes fun of us because we're doing patriarchy wrong and so what what i think is happening in that situation is we're saying that there isn't a patriarchy that exists in the construct in which people say that we think that one exists because a man is a man he still can't do the things that would have otherwise doing so that patriarchal relationship in our society doesn't exist the way in which that the anti-woke or the right want us to think that it exists and so i think that that's very interesting and then then he goes and he creates a patriarchal society inside of barbie land and he calls it kingdom um which is fantastic and so um 
And, and so it's, it's your, your regular patriarchal society. And so if Ben Shapiro missed that whole fucking piece of it, then I don't know what to tell him. He should go back and read, I don't know, go get a, another degree from Harvard because the first one apparently didn't fucking work out for him. And so, and, and so if, he's, if you missed that, that's, what, that's one of the things that they're trying to set up inside the movie. If they gave it this much thought, they made it just a movie and it just ended up this way. I don't know. Um, and so that's the way that I... That, that, that it feels like and looks like that the, the thing is being set up. And then the thing is being set up that, that what I think that a lot of anti-woke have a problem with is that they're making Kens look dumb and men look dumb. And that's not, I don't think that that's the case. I think that they're making fun of Ken and Barbie in that fashion. I don't think that they're trying to make fun of men specifically in that fashion. Um, and so... And so what ends up happening, and again, spoiler alert, what ends up happening is that Ken, Barbie and Ken, the concept of Barbie and Ken, is that Ken only exists in relationship to Barbie. But then also Barbie only exists in relationship to Ken. And so what it's trying to explain is that people are individuals. And so there is a great part where, um, I forgot the woman's name, but she was in, um, oh, I forgot the other name, but a show that she was in. She was in a really part, uh, popular show that she did a fantastic job in. She did a fantastic job in this. But she says that like, if whatever anybody tries to do, especially if, if you are a woman, and I feel that this could be the same for men too, if, if, if you're a woman, you have certain expectations are of you. But if you go too far in one of those ways, one side is going to be judging you. And that's the biggest problem that we have. I think that one of the examples that she gives in it is like, if okay, so if I, I'm supposed to be in good shape because I'm a woman, if I lose too much weight, then I am judged for that. If I gain too much weight, I am judged for that. And that is a problem in, 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 in whether you're a man or a woman or whatever. And, I, and they're using that as a way to show that no matter what we do, in society, we are always going to be judged because that is essentially kind of like a human condition. The human condition is this suffering condition where nothing is ever perfect and nothing can ever be perfect when we are letting other people decide what it is that means for us to be perfect. And so there is this beautiful part where Ken and Barbie are talking. Uh, uh, there's two beautiful parts. The first part is when Ken and Barbie, and Barbie says to Ken, you need to learn how to be Ken apart from Barbie. It's like Barbie and it's Ken is how she says it. And so the idea is that, that like people don't, aren't, shouldn't be uh, attached to an association for something else that they do. Like you are not, and I think that I, I, I wish, I hope most people, more, more people watch this movie and they get that. You are not defined because you are uh, a doctor. You are not defined because you are an engineer. You are not defined because of your wife. You are not defined because of your husband. You are an individual person that has individual things that are, are you, and you have to be with happy with uh, happy with that piece of it. And the thing is, is that everybody's going into this movie, or at least the anti-woke are going into this movie, having this notion of whatever the fuck Ben Shapiro was ranting and whining about, is that they're going into this movie and thinking about this and being like, okay, well, well, it's going to be saying that, oh, Barbie is women are better than men. It has nothing to do with the whole, anything that's happening in the story. 
What the story is trying to say to people is that you can be you apart from something else and not to let the worldly things that we have this, of our human condition judge us and tell us we have to be a certain way. It's a beautiful, beautiful message. And then I also think that the other message at the end that I think is great, Rhea Perlman, who is one of my favorite people in the world, Danny DeVito's wife, um, and she was on Cheers, fucking lover. She was, uh, she takes uh, Barbie um, or Margot Robbie and, and Margot Robbie makes the decision to become human. And when she does that decision, there is this beautiful fucking piece that happens in it where she is like, I don't want to be the idea anymore. I want to be the creator. And it goes back to things that I consistently say that I feel that we consistently say, and I'm not going to speak for anybody else that's in the academy or any of my business partners or anything like that. But the best thing that you can do to destroy a human is to stop them from creating. And that is exactly what happens you become Barbies and Kins when you stop humans from creating. And that is exactly what they're trying to say inside of this beautiful, beautiful movie. And it's so, um, Mattel hit it out of the park um, with this movie. And I feel so bad for all of the people that are going into this from an anti-woke perspective and they're missing out on these beautiful beautiful concepts about individualism, about being yourself apart from you, how we don't need to be judging everybody, that it's okay if a woman, and, and again, she point, I think Greta, who are, whoever wrote it, they put, they do a really good spot apart on the fact that if you want to be a mom, that is perfectly okay. If you want to go and be a supermodel, that is perfectly okay. It is okay to be who you want to be and go after the things that you want. And she does it because she's a woman. She's going to do it from a woman's perspective. And I think that she did a great job. And I feel so bad. And so I have so much compassion for, and I keep going back to Ben Shapiro because he did a 43 fucking minute rant on it. And I guess I'm doing a, uh, I'm in 26 minutes right now, a 15 minute um, um, props of it. Um, because if you were going to take something away from the full movie, it's be who you are and go and create. Because when you cr don't create, you just become the idea. And that is one of the most beautiful things and beautiful uh, concepts that I think that we could ever. And Michael Sarah playing Alan is fucking hilarious. So you should go see it. Definitely 100% for that. So I digress there about Barbie and we're going to turn this page. Hopefully you're getting some good old page turning. I don't think you're getting any page turning things. Um, yeah, so I, I encourage you to do that. And I also encourage you, um, don't get tied to, so one of the things that I think, um, oh, this looks beautiful. Madam Song, pioneering art and fashion in China from now until 14-4-2004. Mega arts and cultural events. Fun. Ah. And that's the other thing too. You learn about all these funds and associations when you read books, uh, papers like this, or uh, get into this type of uh, stuff. Um, and uh, I think, and, and by stuff, I mean art. And so I think when you look at this, I think it's, uh, uh, you learn, you can learn about so much stuff and you go, oh, I'm going to go search that website. And then that website to lead you to a web, another website. And it's just beautiful. Um, and so, okay. So what I was going to say um, was I, 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 I get, sad because the people that should be doing a better job people follow people because they find some type of attraction to them and uh and 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 something about what they say, say resonates with them and i think that people do other people disjustice by not looking at things from a uh from an objective standpoint 
um, or a subjective standpoint. I don't know if I'm saying it incorrectly. Uh, my apologies. And so I, I hate I hate seeing that people missing out on beauty or on something that could be very, very good because they're too blinded or too hard-headed to put aside their their own, you know, their own uh, definitions of themselves. Like, if you were an anti-woke person, you attach on to that. If you're a woke person, you attach on to that. If you are, if you follow Ben Shapiro, you attach on, and I hate to pick on Ben Shapiro because I'm sure he's a great guy or, or a nice guy. I don't, I'm not saying anything about that. I just think that he does what he does because that's his, he's in the business of doing that. But to not be open-minded to kind of understand the full side of it and to be that hearted I think that that specifically is ridiculous I mean going back to the gun thing that I was saying I told you exactly what I felt about guns I told you what I think that would be fair what I would be okay with and to be so naive about it and to be so agitated about it to not to want to come to a decision to help possibly solve and help people you know kids not fucking die in school um i think is just a horrible horrible thing uh the other thing too about that is that i am not saying to go back to the gun thing again because this is just like a rant podcast to go back to the gun thing it's like to go back to the gun thing i don't think that the problem exists because guns exist right I think that we can we can stop some of the bad things from happening for having guns not being existing, but it won't stop the bad things from happening. The fact that someone felt in the case of the Uvalde shooting, because I watched a documentary on it recently, because of that shooting specifically, there was someone who felt the need to wake up that morning, shoot their grandmother, and going on a killing spree of killing 19 children in a school that were, I think the oldest was 11 or 12, and then two teachers, one 44 and one something else. That is another problem that's in our society. And I've talked about this on the podcast before because the, 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 the attention to mental health in our society is fucking horrible. It costs way too much. And in fact, to tell you how much shit fucking costs and how insurance fucks us and how the healthcare system fucks us is that I went to a doctor to get a, just a prescription refilled. It cost me, what, 30, 40 bucks out of pocket? The bill was for $207. I was with this fucking woman for 15 minutes. $207 for 15 minutes so the insurance could get paid and that they could get paid. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And that is the, one of the biggest problems with our society. So that means that the people that need the help, if, A, if they don't know how to go about getting the help, which is a big problem because they don't, maybe they don't know how to go about it because we're not making that easy. Secondly, it's sure as hell not fucking affordable. And so how do you, how would you be able to handle things in the world if you don't have the money to do it? And that just freaking breaks my heart when people are all like, well, you have money, give money. Well, I fucking do. And that's the reason why I do it, because I'm not fucking out here trying to get a goddamn fucking $2 million house or a fucking Lamborghini. I'm doing the things that I do so that I can have money so I can make a fucking change in the world because all of this shit is stupid. Like, we need lots of stupid things to change. And if someone has to be a bigger person in it and be like, I'm going to go do it, then I'm fine doing that because sitting here on my couch, watching movies with my wife, hanging out with my dogs, if this is all that it is for me, I'm perfectly fucking cool with it. If I get to go to some of these art places once in a lifetime and all of my money goes to something else to make the world a better place, then that's fine. And if that's, I don't know, virtue signaling or whatever, fine. I'm virtuous. I'm fucking dope. Um, that, that is what it is. 
but the the thing that we don't want to work together to change the world and to make it better. Oh my God. I mean, I, I, and again, the thing is, I don't, I don't, here's the thing. I would never make someone want to do that, but ask to have your, Ooh, New Haven has Yale architecture gal. Man, I need it. I'm in Connecticut every year. Sorry. Isaac, <laughs> Isaac Julian uh, is having a Yale architecture gallery, New Haven, Connecticut, August 24th to December 10th. I was there. No, I wasn't there around that time. I had been back, but there is so much cool stuff to do in Connecticut. I need to stay there for longer and do more cultural stuff. Um, Anyways, back to my rant. I don't expect other people to do the things that I am willing to do. I would encourage people to want to be able to do the things that I want to do in, in, in the sense of making the world better. I don't, want, I don't want to leave this world less of than when I found it. And I don't, if that, I don't know, I know where I want to go with certain things. Um, and so that was the reason why I went and in businesses and getting money. Um, and, and the other thing too is there are other things that I do that I'll talk about here soon. I'm not going to come on here and like toot my own horn about all of the stuff that I specifically do. Um, um, but I, I, I am very adamant about making uh, Arizona a better place and, and, and solving some big things that I, I think that need to be solved in the world and being a part of it. Just so that when I pass away, I don't care if I made a million dollars. I care that if I did something that made the world better off than what I did before. And it so happens that sometimes that ends up giving you a lot of money and I'll be blessed for that. And I'll continue to do the good things with that. And, and, and a lot of that comes from just the fact that the more that you go it, with me, I don't know if this is with everybody, the deeper that I go into Buddhism and the deeper that I go into meditation and the small amount of time that I get to do that because most of the time I'm doing work or trying to get these messages out here or sharing my podcast to get followers to then share the other stuff with, you know, it, the deeper that you go, the more, it, the more you care, the more compassion that you get and the less that you want things for yourself and the more that you want things for the world. And I would find it difficult or I would be weary of someone who sits and meditates and does all that and does not have that, um, that in them. Um, Ooh, China's Southern Paradise. Treasures from the Lower Zingzide. Oh, I got to go check this place out. Where is it? The Cleveland Museum of Art. Man, so many cool art things. I don't even have a freaking, you know what I'm going to do? But one of these, I'm going to go be involved with our, that's one of the things that I need to do more of is be involved with our art, uh, Phoenix uh, Museum of Art. Maybe I'll go do some volunteer work there. Um, uh, uh, and I'll, I'll talk about some of the vol other volunteer stuff that, uh, that we're doing, um, that I'm doing, because um, I think that it's important to get those messages out. Um, I just kind of want to get it structured on how I want to talk, talk about it on here. Um, uh, because again, there's so much that I don't want to, I don't know. I just don't want to annoy people. And I don't want to push people into all kinds of shit. I, w I would encourage you to go, go after the things that you find a passion for. For me, one of the biggest things I'm passionate about is hunger. I don't think anybody should go to head, bed hungry. And I don't think schools should go to bed hungry. Schools, children should go to bed. <laughs> I don't think children should have to pay for their lunch at schools. And if I had all of the money uh, and I, I do this, I give money to uh, the schools here so that the, they can help pay for the kids' lunches so the kids don't have to pay for it. If you don't, if you are hungry, you cannot learn. And if you cannot learn, then uh, we have less compat less less people in the world that are knowledgeable and educated uh, in the world and they're going to make dumb decisions. And we can literally stop dumb decision making 
by solving hunger when we look backwards at that. Because if you if you have a bad home life, one that needs to be fixed. If you cannot eat at your house and there's food scarcity, that needs to be fixed. If those things get fixed, then children can be better in the school. And if we can teach them Spanish and English, that's a different story and political story, then they can learn better. And if they can learn better, then they can go on to get educated in higher education, which I am supportive of everybody getting. I don't think everybody has to get it to be wealthy. I've said that a billion times, but I think that everybody should get that. When they get that, they can make better decisions. And if we can all make better decisions, then we will end up being in a better world. And it all comes down to food scarcity. And if we can solve food, then we can solve decision-making in my mind. Um, uh, and again, there's lots of other things that go into it, but that's like a broad look at, at the way that I look at the world. Um, so that being said, I am super, super excited. Only if I, I have not played Starfield yet. Uh, um, I encourage you to go play Starfield. I'm super adamant about Starfield, but the problem is, is that I work a lot and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get up to 80 80 hours of work a week. And, and I look at this as kind of like a work. This is a thing that I have to do that I want to get out. That's part of my brand. It's a part of, you know, doing stuff right. And so I, I want to do this, but I, um, if I, if I started playing Starfield, it would probably be game over because I love space. Um, you know that that's one of the big long-term plans that we have for Q Consolidated. And soon I'll have the name for that business uh, that's going to be pushing towards our, our space exploration. Um, and so... So that's important to me, and that's why Starfield looks so amazing, but I can't play it because I feel like I would get sucked in, and I got to stay focused on the goals and what we're trying to accomplish, and I can't do that if, well, I'm playing Starfield. Um, so, But I encourage you, if you want to play Starfield, I encourage you to go do it. My wife plays it. It's amazing. It looks amazing. The whole thing looks phenomenal, and I encourage you to get involved with it. Uh, and then that also being said, I encourage you to... Um, uh, get Assassin's Creed because I'm going to get Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm super excited. It takes play. I will play Assassin's Creed because that's just a game that you can just pick up and play. It doesn't involve too much, in my opinion, too much thinking or forethought. Um, and so it's just mission ba based. You go and find, I still play. Like I played Odyssey this morning. I haven't finished Odyssey when, because I was playing too much. I was like, I got to get my shit together. Um, and so, oh, this is cool. So best books for art lovers. So maybe check some of these out. Sonia Clark, We Are Each Other. Tibetan Mustang, A Cultural Renaissance. That looks fun. And then Paul Shazan, The Great Masters of Art. Oh, these look good. I'm going to have to pick those up. Um, I'll try to look at these bad boys on Amazon and put descriptions because then I'm going to get them on my... Uh, um, I'm going to get them on my uh, to-reading list. I, my reading list is ridiculous. In fact, I need to stop buying books. Um, but Assassin's Creed, it takes place, I want to say, in Persia, <sighs> Afghanistan, the Middle East. Oh my God, I sound so fucking dumb right now. Let me go. Let me go see exactly where. Hold on, I'm gonna stick. I got this little thing called Google. Um, Assassin's Creed. It's called Assassin's Creed Mirage, which I'm sure you guys know that if you play video games. Um, and so Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mirage is principally set in Baghdad. Oh, Baghdad. All right. Baghdad is the capital of Iraq. Um, the second largest city in the Arab world after Cairo. Oh, Cairo would be fun. They should have done something in Cairo. Maybe Cairo is in it. Dude, Cairo looks dope. 
I uh, took a my. You have to take an upper level humanities class when you're getting a bachelor's degree, so like a 400 level. I took it on Islam, and I fell in love with Islam science. And I don't want to call it Islam science, but like the all of the the their schooling system of the world of Islam, especially after Genghis Khan converted to Islam, and then he spread it throughout his empire and then the ottoman empire um and sufism is just beautiful i encourage everybody to read the quran there are some things in there that are i think kind of you know very like it has to be this way um but i think that there's a lot of beauty also in it too and i encourage everybody to re read religious books um and and one of the things too i know a lot of people i don't i don't personally believe in god and I, it's not so much that i don't believe in god it's just that i don't have it doesn't matter God doesn't matter. I feel that if God existed um, or if God does exist, he's not someone that I'm interested in being having a relationship with. That being said, it doesn't it does not offend me when people are in a relationship with God. And I think that if they do it in esoteric ways, I think that they that builds up their their enlightenment inside of them or pulls their Buddha out of them. Um, and I think we get much better individuals, especially leaders that way. Um and, and, and I do encourage people to read Richard Dawkins. Um, I don't think that I, I don't think we have an obligation. I don't think I have an obligation to anybody to, um, to go out and, you know, preach, you know, to not believe in God. Um, I think that, I think that if, if it, if it is beneficial and your life is moving forward because of it, then I say do it. But I wouldn't, if it makes you feel bad about who you are, your religious beliefs, um, then I would say maybe you need to relook at those religious beliefs. That's all that I would specifically say. Uh, oh, there's also some cool things here. Essential reading in today's art world, thought-provoking, highly researched, and sometimes controversial discovery, the latest books in our series, hot topics and philanthropy in the arts. Ooh, that one looks good. I don't know if it looks good, but based off of the words, it sounds cool. Commercial galleries, ooh, that would be good. Actually, I'm going to go buy some of these. Decentering the Museum and Art in Saudi Arabia. Um, I One of the things that I will do, I will improve art in, in Glendale um, in some capacity or be a part of that art world in Glendale. We do not have a lot of culture here. It's no offense to it, but I'm assuming just there's not a lot of culture in Glendale. And I, I encourage us to have maybe a, I think a gallery in downtown Glendale. Forget about it. That'd be great. I said, forget about it. Johnny, I hope you're listening to this. Um, but anyways. Uh, and this, oh, this, this, there's this great uh, Tetsuya Ishida. Tetsuya Ishida. Go check Tetsuya Ishida out. Um, and I said a lot of stuff in this. I'm not putting links to everything that I mentioned in here. Um, but I will say, go check out the art newspaper. Uh, but so... To wrap this one up, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. Make sure that you see Barbie. Go into it with an open mind. I know that there's a lot of conservatives that I'm assuming that follow me and listen to listen to some of the stuff. I am as far left as you can get, and I support anything that you believe. I believe you because you believe it. Um, but I encourage you to open up your minds. And I think go see Barbie. Look at it from the lens of showing how we can be who we are apart from the way in which the world says that we should be one and two, pay attention to the idea about someone being an idea and not being the creator. Because I think that well, lots of us live in this world as ideas based off of what other people think that we should be. And if we focus on creating, we can truly find ourselves. I always say, be thankful, grateful, and kind. And I will talk with you next time. Bye. 
Thank you again for listening. Make sure that you like and subscribe to this episode. Give it five-star rating wherever you get your podcast. if your podcatcher allows you to so we can get in front of more people. Also remember, it's on YouTube. Check me out at YouTube at Age of Jeremy. These lo-fi episodes are just me chilling and chit-chatting about really whatever. I record these on an a, a Zoom H1N. I uh, use a Rode uh, microphone, corded microphone, um, and that's really it. Our opening song was Brave Faces Everybody by the uh, Brave Faces Everyone by what's the name of band? Spanish Love Songs and the closing song was Illuminati Hotties <laughs> threatening each other Recapitalism this is brought to you from my bed in my bedroom in Glendale, Arizona and one last time be thankful, grateful, and kind we'll talk to you next time bye bye